Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. All right, let's go around the room. Give me your favorite news story that you got right now. Our video producer, our co-host. Are you not, you not ready? No, I'm ready. It's not a good one. Oh, you were shaking your head. It's I was a, like, are you not it's ready? It's not a good story, but I feel like I have to tell the people. Oh, boy. Some stupid like it's stuff. A downer? <laughs> oh, boy. It's, it's a downer. What? Like what? what? So the cost of chocolate is going up again. 5.6% because the weather in India is terrible. In Thailand, there's a, dry, a drought. So I guess that's our chocolate supply, supplier. We're not going to get chocolate, guys. It's going to get expensive. No, it was terrible because it was boring. All right, chocolate. Lunchbox. It's time for all the women to go vegan. Let me tell you, all you guys out there, if you don't cook at your house, I need you to go out and buy a vegan cookbook. All you women out there, you need to go vegan because my friends over at Stanford University found out that women who switch to vegan diets see their libido increase by up to 383%. Woo! What is libido? Uh, Eddie, they want to get it all. Huh. Okay, guys. You want women to go vegan, baby? Uh, chocolate. How has Eddie been married for Thank twenty you. years and he doesn't know what that word is? We, we don't. He didn't believe like in dinosaurs. <laughs> Bro, if you want your wife to be all about it, go Le- vegan. Libido, get her to go vegan. Huh? You, you never heard of libido? Never. Okay. Ah. He has four kids. A wife. Well, hey, we, we didn't need hey, libido. Hey, Eddie, do you know how babies are made? Yeah. Okay, just checking. <laughs> it's not a story. <laughs> So so I don't so there's a, a chemical what is it Yeah but it's almost it's it's they say chocolate is is one of those too aphrodisiac You know that word oysters Yes <laughs> Why do they say that lunchbox do you know I just says something in their systems they did a something study in their systems <laughs> No no they <laughs> then it doesn't say that studies. His friends yes. at Stanford His friends something in their systems <laughs> All right. Amy, what do you have over there? Microsoft is going to be making a big change to their keyboard soon by adding an AI button. It's going to sit next to the alt button and pretty much you hit it and it'll go to this like co-piloting app and you can ask it to do whatever you want it to do after well, you press all. the button. And you'll have to pay for it, though, if you on your computer, it'll be like $30 a month. But I'm like, oh, that's something interesting because normally I'm an Apple girl. But I'm like, Microsoft, that's how... 
I hear the Microsoft stuff is actually better. Pretty good. It's just not as cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just not as. Yeah. Yeah. But for $30 a month. I wish yeah. I knew exactly because I'm not really uh, impressed unless I knew exactly what I was doing. I'm 30 bucks a month. I can get an AI app on my phone. Well, you like, can you can ask it a question, give it a command. Okay, watch this. Hey, Eddie. Yeah. What's your favorite color? Green. There's a question. Eddie, well, no, scratch but, your head. Uh-oh, here you go. All right, just come in. Like, well, like, Eddie, like, no, no, no. Yeah. Eddie could be like, hey, computer, what's a libido? <laughs> then it goes, are you an idiot? <laughs> 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 all right, I'll go. Uh, so who falls in love first, men or women? Uh, generally I w- speaking. I feel like my quick answer is women, but I bet. But you're taking both of them. That's not a fair no, thing no. to do. No, no, Is to go, uh-uh. well, because then you can always go, I knew it. No, no. Yeah. I'm, I'll commit. You're one of those I'm... people like that pick teams like, well, I think this team will win, but this one might really show up. <laughs> I am not one of those people. I'm being honest with that. The first thing that popped in my head was women, but I'm going to go with men and I, I'm, we won't even count the fact that I ever said anything. But you did though. So now it's like, jury <laughs> yeah. strike that from even but ever not... hearing that evidence. <laughs> and and that you're like, happens. you can't because the jury can't strike it from their brain. But they do do that in court. No, but no, they just say it. They don't really do it. They can't do it. Because if you tell me that, I'm not going to figure it's out. Men, possible. men, men. It's men. easy. Men, they see a woman, they're men. like, dang, that's hot. No, they're, that's in lust. No, no, that's in love. And then women see the bank account later on. That's when they fall in love. Okay. In reality, men tend to fall in love more quickly than women. Uh, they just don't express it right away. Women tend to show their feelings easier and out loud. So it creates the perception that they fell the quickest. Mm, because they're more on. You said was, both. You said both. We no, know what you did. I was right. We heard your little game. <laughs> That wasn't a game. Yeah. I was real time giving all, you my... You're all sneaky now. Oh, God. You're all sneaking up to stuff. All right. Uh, Journal of so- Social Psychology there. There you go. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I met a guy at a bar a couple days ago. We seemed to really hit it off. We did not exchange numbers, but we did follow each other on Instagram. He has not reached out to me. But I did like him. I'd like to DM him. Would that seem too desperate? Should I wait for him to DM me or should I try to contact him? Signed, single and ready to mingle. Now you can DM him. I feel like you can DM him. No problem. He may be doing the same little thing where he's like, I don't know if I should DM her. And he may be nervous. Morgan, what do you think about this? I would go for it. I mean, listen, sometimes guys are just going to be a little too shy and they're not going to go for it. Maybe they don't want to come off as creepy. So you kind of got to put that first step in for him. It's also pretty interesting how... The lack of here's my number has I mean that's kind of started to exist more. It's mostly just follow each other on social media. Oh yeah, and that was happening whenever I was starting to you know when I was dating too. Still, they've said like, oh here's my Instagram, here's my Snapchat. I'm like, I don't want that. Just message me over here. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you got some got some learning to do. Yeah, I know, but see, I'm still I don't know if it's just because have them write you a letter. I'm older (laughs) than Morgan, or was. You know, married for so long and I'm not you in you or used to the dating scene, but I would definitely be like, Oh, wait till he DMs you. If he's interested oh, you're and he saying- wanted to talk to you, he would DM you. I would just wait. But I know that I know that 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 women were different these days, but I'm just not there yet. I mean, you aren't on the Mayflower. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like you're a strong, it. independent woman. I am, Let's but go. I still want a guy I would like to be pursued. It's just a DM though. I know it is. It's a hello. Right, but why can't if if he wants to talk to me, eh. it's not that hard. He could. I say go for it. Morgan says go for it. Amy says get a typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, all right then. that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right, time now for Fun Fact Friday. Fun Fact Friday. Yeah. We'll go around the room. I'll go first. I'll kind of play a little game with my name. You see how many of these you can name? Okay. 
There are nine states in America that have more cows than people. Can you name one? There are nine states that have more cows than people. Can you name one? Montana. Correct. Wow. Impressive. Eddie? Texas. That's a terrible answer. Why? People there. Houston, Dallas, Uh, Austin. Longhorns, cattle. Ranches. You're just saying words. I'm giving yeah. you popu- I'm giving you dense populated areas, and you're just giving me words. <laughs> I got that wrong. Yeah, not Texas. Dang, dang. Lunchbox. Idaho. Idaho's right. Yeah. Morgan. Wyoming. Correct. Wow. Yeah. You three are still in. Amy. Wisconsin. Jesus. Dairy. In- cow. Incorrect. Oh. oh. Wow. Lunchbox. There are nine states with more cows than people. Can you name the ones we've named? Um, Wyoming. Idaho. Montana. Montana. I think is what Amy yeah. named. Maine. Maine. Ah, Maine is not Maine? right. I'm no, sorry, I said Maine. <laughs> I am going to go. I don't know if they have these there. North Dakota. That's correct. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Morgan. I'm going to go with my home state of Kansas. I was going there next. Correct. I'm going to go a little south. And Hold go. up. Now there's only two of you left. So either one of you can buzz in first, but then the other one has to follow. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. South Dakota. Correct. Morgan, you got to match us. South Dakota, there are three states left. I can read you the ones. There are nine states with more cows than people. South Dakota, North Dakota, Wyoming, Kansas, Montana, and Idaho. There are three we have not mentioned. I need to look at a map. I don't know the other I'm going to go with Iowa. Iowa is correct. Yes. Wow. There are two states left. If either of you guys want to buzz in, you can. Now that we're back to even. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Nebraska. Oh, dang it. That's what I was going to do. Yeah. Nebraska is. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Morgan, for the tie win. Lunchbox is already at least going to win. But for the tie win, (laughs) there's one state that that we haven't mentioned. South Dakota, Nebraska, North Dakota, Wyoming, Kansas, Montana, Idaho, and Iowa. What's the other state where they have more cows than people? I don't think it's any other western. It's definitely not east. So Oklahoma. Dang. Two big cities uh, in Oklahoma. There is. But there's two big cities in Kansas. There is. True. Mm. What's what is in Kansas? Oh, Wichita Kansas, and Kansas City. Kansas City. I guess. But Kansas City, Missouri is the big. Yeah, I think Kansas City, Missouri. It, but is more it still people. has a population of a lot of people. Oh, that's a good number. A lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> says Oklahoma. The answer is Oklahoma. Woo! There's a tie. You guys all, uh, everybody's a winner. All right, that's my fun fact. All right, let's go over to Morgan. Morgan, what do you have? All right, so a flock of ravens is called unkindness or conspiracy. Most people generically call them a flock, but they are actually known. They're called a conspiracy? A conspiracy or unkindness. Guys, I have a new, it's not my theory, but I'm starting to believe a long time conspiracy theory that I've often looked at as conspiracy, but I just have spent a lot of time researching it over the break. Lee Harvey Oswald? No. Oh, that one's probably for sure. Okay. That's, that's, I mean, not for sure, but I haven't researched that enough, but that probably ain't. I can't tell, not telling you now because you'll get me on a hole, but it's a, Oh, no. That birds are drones? Flat Earth? No. No. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, Eddie? <laughs> All right, Buzz. You want to fight a kangaroo, right? Check no. I what? just could beat up a random one. You said that you want to fight one. No. I said if you find a random one, I could beat it up. Did you know that kangaroos keep growing till the day they die? They just get bigger and oh, wow. bigger. Wow. And in the wild, they can grow. They can live up to eight years 
under human care, they can live up to 33 years. Wow. They so, bigger say a fish in a fish tank. Some of those fish, they grow as big as a fish tank. Do you want to fight one of those big ones? They'll be old. They can't move. They'll have osteoporosis. Okay. Let's go. Lunchbox? Man, I'm not going to bring you a pee or poop one. It's a new year, new me, guys. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go to the sea, talk about dolphins. When baby dolphins are born, what do they eat? Poop. I just said I'm not bringing you poop or pee, Eddie. <laughs> Why they eat? Wrong. They use their mom's nipple. They get milk for two, six months to up to two years until they learn how to hunt. I thought they would just start eating fish immediately. I didn't know that women dolphins, I didn't know they had nipples. Well, you know they're mammals. What? We know we have nipples, Clark. <laughs> but I didn't know. Can you milk me? <laughs> like, did you guys know that dolphins have nipples? No, I've never seen them. No, they are mammals, it, though. Really? But when you look at a picture, where is the nipple? You know, I don't. I, I can't tell you I look head. at a lot of dolphin porn. What? I just don't, yeah. I so when you look at your dirty hey, dolphin pictures. Pull up a dolphin no, on your computer and I'm tell me gonna, where the nipple is. I would think it's but where our see, nipples are. I don't are. see what dog pictures either the but nipples But you see that, either. you know where a dog with nipples are. Mike, are you looking at dolphins? Yes, where because we nipples? see dogs all the time. I bet you the nipples are underneath them. Yeah, the same place like they ours. are. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yes. I, yes, we don't. I didn't know they milk, though. That's crazy. Right. That's pretty cool. Yes, Amy. Okay, there are no muscles in our fingers. This would be good for Just trivia. Tendons? I had no idea. You wouldn't. You, the muscles. You can't do like finger curls and make them, your fingers they're, uh, muscular. They're controlled by the muscles in your palms and in your arms, but they're not in your actual fingers. Huh. Fun fact Friday. Yeah. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Fifty-eight-year-old Navy veteran Oscar Devere Morris. He does something really cool with Christmas trees. So after Christmas is done, you can donate your Christmas tree to him. And what he does is he takes off all the leaves, chops it up, makes canes for veterans. Veterans that can't walk. Wow. Yeah. Awesome pine canes. That's next level. He's been doing this for years. And he says throughout the time he started doing this, he's made over a thousand canes for veterans. Wow. And he intends to keep doing this. Well, what's good too is he doesn't have to go and chop the trees down himself. Right, right, right. They're already chopped. Yeah, you're getting this wood like it's like And probably good pine trees that people are paying for. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so if you are you're interested at all, you can look him up on Facebook.com. What town does he live in? I'm like I'm driving over for the It's in Florida. And you're gonna look him up on Facebook.com. Yeah, yeah. Not just Facebook. Facebook.com. He's the oldest on the show, Lunchbox. You gotta give him a break. Sorry. So is this guy, he's fifty eight. We speak the same language here. So how'd you say it again? Facebook.com. H T T P colon. W-W-W. Slash Veteran Canes. Okay. You can just say go to Facebook and search Veteran Canes. Well, well, I'll give you the exact address, man. Okay, thanks, people. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Easy trivia. Lunchbox is still the champion. Here we go. Lunchbox, how many lives are cats said to have? Nine lives. Correct. The category is numbers. Eddie, easy trivia. How many U.S. states are there? 50. Correct. Morgan, how many musketeers are there? The three musketeers. Correct. Amy, how many items in a dozen? Twelve. Correct. Good. So it's the easiest trivia game ever. It's see who can last the longest. But if you miss, you'll hear this sound. You've been boned. Lunchbox is the reigning champ. He has the tiara. Eddie has three points. Morgan, two. Lunchbox, one. Amy, one. As you play to five. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> what is? What's crazy? I only have one. That's shocking. Yeah. Here we go. Famous band members. Lunchbox. John Lennon was part of what band? The Beatles. Correct. Strong. Eddie, who's the lead singer of U2? Bono. Correct. Oh, that's 
Steven Tyler was the lead singer of what rock band, Morgan? I do know that one. Aerosmith. Correct. Kurt Cobain was the lead singer of what band, Amy? Hmm. That's your band. Kurt Cobain. Why can't I think of this? Oh, my gosh. Um. Mm. Oh, my God. Why is it like, why is it all I can think of? You don't know what's in my brain right now. Is this Abby or Amy? I'm so confused. <laughs> all I have in my brain right now is Neptune. And that's not it. Kurt Cobain, Neptune, Neptune, Neptune. Stop. Why? Nobody's what? doing anything yeah, to you. Stop what? You keep asking us questions and you're telling us to stop. Nirvana. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you. Wow. Neptune. What on earth? Is that what it's like for her every day, every minute that we just can't? I mean, that. No, that, that's not ever happened on something scary. that easy. All right. Uh, moving on. Lunchbox. The category is drink. <laughs> drinks. Drinks. What type of alcohol is traditionally used in a margarita? Oh, what is that called? I can't think of it. I can't think of it. Tequila. Correct. Okay. Eddie, what type of drink does the company LaCroix make? LaCroix makes water. Sparkling water. Correct. Morgan, what soda brand is known for its iconic polar bear mascot? Coca-Cola. Correct. Wow. That was tough. Did you not know that? No. Oh, really? No. Uh-uh. Wow. I don't know. Amy, what does a sommelier specialize in? Oh, wine. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> no clue, man. That was crazy. I'm glad Amy got that one. Yeah. The last two you guys struggle with? Yeah. Polar bear? Uh-huh. Uh, country capitals. Ugh. Lunchbox. Yeah. What's the capital city of France? Uh, the only one I know of is Paris. Is that your answer? That's it. Correct. Eddie, what's the capital city of Japan? Tokyo. Correct. Morgan, what's the capital city of Mexico? Oh. <laughs> I knew I was going to get one I didn't know. Um, <laughs> who is it? I mean, what's coming to mind is Mexico City. I don't know if that's a city or not there. If I'm just making that up. That's all I got. Ah, Mexico City. Correct. Wow. Okay. You didn't think that was a city? Oh, I was like, I don't know if it's she made did, up in a movie. She didn't know if it was in Iowa or in... <laughs> Amy, what's the capital city of China? Beijing. Correct. Wow. Wow, that's good, Amy. That's solid. You too? <laughs> oh, no, man, no clue. And that would have been. That would have taken me a minute, though. She got it without even hesitating. Is what Neptune. I'm saying. <laughs> the category is the Earth. Hmm. What direction does the sun rise, Lunchbox? The east. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Eddie, how many continents are there on Earth? Hold on. Hold on. North America, South America... Uh, Central America, uh, Europe, uh, Asia, um, Australia, um, Antarctica. It's got to be it. Seven. Okay, it's seven, <laughs> but you didn't there? count them right. I didn't. I didn't. No. I didn't what Central I, America is not a continent. <laughs> it's not. I don't think you, you said, said Asia. Asia. I said Asia. No, I don't, I don't think, think you. North America. <laughs> what? Oh, I missed oh, Africa. Africa. Yeah. Okay, Africa. Interesting. Hey, I still, you still got, got there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, still got there. That's a go. seven. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> that was weird. Morgan, what's the largest ocean on Earth? Arctic Ocean. I don't think it's the Indian Ocean. The largest ocean on Earth? Pacific Ocean. Correct. Yes. Cool. Amy, wow. how long does it take the Earth to rotate on its axis? Oh, shoot. Mm. It's either 365 days or 24 hours. You know, which is it? 
right? Because is it a day or is it a year? How long does that take? Are we rotating on our axis? <laughs> right. How long does it take now? the Earth to rotate on its axis? The Earth to rotate on its axis. To orbit around the axis of the team. 365 days. Incorrect. Is it yeah, 24 hours. Stupid. You've been boom. Day night. Day night. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wow. was day yeah. night, not summer, winter. <laughs> Got it. I mean, I had a 50 50 chance there. And, well. Yeah. Uh, okay, one more quick round. And if not eliminated, we'll do another break. Uh, let's see. What are the bones in your spine called, Lunchbox? Vertebra. Correct. The category is the human body, Eddie. How oh. many chambers are there in the human heart? What? Oh. I don't know. Iorta. Central America. <laughs> Chambers. Gosh, I, I, I'm vi I'm visualizing three. Three chambers. But somehow I can see four. Ah, give me... Yeah, give me three chambers. It's four. No! You've been like, oh, We just had the same experience. Well, oh. Morgan? <laughs> you're still in, right? Yeah, I am. What part of the body has the smallest bone? Oh, and now we're not talking about lunchbox specifically. <laughs> so let's talk about general, general human. That was all I that's could funny, think dude. of. That's all you can think of. Hey, well, girl, go ahead. Quit thinking about me. What it's, part of the body I'm has married. the smallest bone? <laughs> Just say it. Uh, no, Do I get it right if I say that? No, I've already said that. We won't no. accept that. Okay. Mm. Hey. <laughs> Gosh, I don't... Okay, what smallest bone in the body? What part of the body has the smallest bone? What part uh, of the body has... Uh, <laughs> um... It's, it's all that's in my head. Get it out of there. Ew. Get it out. How long are you thinking about that? I'm not trying to. You know what? To be honest, so am I. <laughs> I can't Same. stop. That's why I can't, I can't stop laughing. Stop. Go ahead. Okay, um... The hands? Wrong ear. You lose... Yeah, yeah. I win. Let's go. Hit it. Wow. Let's go. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Hit Mr. Smallbones. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Hey, it still feels good, man. It still feels good. All right, there he is. Lunchbox is our winner. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. 
with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's a voicemail from Jesse in Arkansas. I am listening to the podcast of the vacation episodes. The interview with Hank Williams Jr. just had me cringing. He wanted to leave throughout and y'all handled it so well, but it made me wonder what other artists have had interviews like that that were kind of cringeworthy or crazy or stories that stick around. Which artists maybe left you guys kind of speechless? What were those interviews? I think when those happened, it was mostly our fault. Like the, and it was early on in our, our life here. <laughs> but yeah, the Hank Jr. thing was odd. And I just held on tight. and was like, nope, sit down, sit down. Sit down. He just wanted to go smoke his cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was upset that we couldn't let him smoke his cigar in the building. Um, you know, once we played Kip Moore a parody of his song in front of him. He didn't like that. No, he's Kip's, Kip's an artsy guy. And uh, we know Kip now and really love Kip. But we know Kip. We wouldn't do that now. You know, everybody's got their own things. Um, I think so. One time it was awkward. Maybe it was Kip or somebody else where we like went around and quizzed them to see if they knew our names. That's, that's Kip. That's Kip oh, too. That's yeah. Cool. I think Kip just had it. Had it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kip's the only artist ever that I was like, let's just go have breakfast on a Saturday and figure this out. Ever. Because I like Kip. And now we know each other and how each other's wired, but I had no idea. So, but... That was so funny. I give that dude an organ now, but then we didn't get along great because we didn't understand each other. Um, And then there have been a couple performances that were just real bad, and it's hard to look up because I know the audience knows they're bad too. And what do you do? You're live. But I'm not going to say who that was. Mm -mm. Oh, I can tell. Definitely wasn't Kip because Kip's really good. But I'm not not saying that. But yeah, there you go. Uh, Let's do another one. Uh, Hit me with uh, number five there, Ray. I just wanted to let you all know that Channel 13 WTHR out of Indianapolis just did a story on ambulance bills, and a little girl needed an ambulance, and the ambulance went 37 miles, and it was $9,000. So, Lunchbox, uh, your poor mother, she's going to have to get a job and wash dishes to pay for her ambulance bill, because I think it's going to be more than $120 or whatever Ray said. Good luck, Lunch. Anything? No, not yet. No bill yet? No. I figured it'd take a couple months. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it'll show up. The bill system is kind of slow with. And slow with? <laughs> slow with the hospital. You know uh, what I mean? Like, God. you go to the hospital or you go to the doctor and, like, a month later, you get a bill. Yeah, but what did you expect the bill to be? 
Like a couple hundred bucks? I figure insurance pays for it. No. You don't think it's... No, I I'm tell- I've had to pay for it for my dad, and it was in the thousands. Thousands? Eesh. Yes. Let us know when you get it. The Bob Bones Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a city in Florida is now requiring daily exercise for dogs. I wonder what happened here. Mm-hmm. All the all the fatso doggies is <laughs> well, is loitering it, too much or what? It's a new law that just passed that requires dog owners to provide their dogs with daily exercise. It's a new set of mandates designed to prevent animal cruelty. My question is, That's good. I don't know how they're going to implement this. I don't either. Like, how are they going to know? And, and it like if it varies. If you've got a big dog, like you need to exercise They're them not. long or run. If you've got a teeny tiny dog, apparently the dog can just run around the house. But like, how do they figure out what you're doing? I don't think they do. I think this is just something that makes it more of an awareness thing. I don't think that you have to go check in with your dog. Uh, Stanley, our bulldog, is he's lost five and a half pounds now. Good for him. Great. Yeah. The whole thing about him was he got overweight and we took him to Dr. Josie, our vet, and she's like, yeah, he's a little little fat obviously he's a bulldog he needs to eat a little less and so uh, he lost five pounds or so and i went to my, my wife and i was like he did it aren't you so happy for him he did it you, i'm proud pr- i'm proud of him she's like why are you proud of him well he lost five pounds she goes no we just fed him less he didn't do anything <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point uh yeah well i like it let's let's make sure to get animals out if we can uh, beer sales in the U.S. are at their lowest in almost 25 years. Now, this could be because there's a declining interest in alcohol amongst young people in general. And there's also alcohol alternatives like hard seltzers or ready-to-drink cocktails. Those are very popular right now. Um, but I, also, it's dry January, so maybe they're down I don't here. think that's affecting at all. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, I don't see many people or as many people just being like wanting to get a, go out and get a beer. They would go out and have a drink. Yeah. Yeah, cocktail or something. Yeah, and those seltzer, I mean, most people I see drinking in the summertime are drinking something that's not not as thick, like like a gut thick as beer. Yeah, like the well there's the Ray Likes White Claw. I like those high noon ones. Those are tasty. And Ray too. loves Zima. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in college, we would drink Zimas and put Skittles in them. Yeah. Or Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. That's what other people yeah. used to do. Wow. That yeah. was our hard seltzer. Yeah. Our flavored seltzer. Uh, so an Elvis Presley hologram is about to take the stage. It's starting off in London. And then after that, uh, the hologram will move to Vegas, Berlin, and Tokyo. I don't know why they can't just do it all at once. Put the hologram anywhere. Everywhere. But yeah. I guess it's probably a lot that goes into however they create it. But they say this experience is a bucket list item for Elvis fans. You ever see the old videos? At this point, he was, again, unhealthy Elvis. We'll call him that. And he would be like in Vegas and he'd grab women back of their head and just make out with them. It was amazing. He would kiss like seven, eight women in a row. At at one show. Yeah, it was awesome. (laughs) And go to the next one. It was kind of like Family Feud back in the day whenever he would kiss every woman on the mouth. What was that guy's name? Anderson. No, not Louis Anderson. He was a... (laughs) He was a, a, a later, but yeah, Elvis Presley. It's like he'd be love me tender. And it's thinking you're the seventh woman. Oh, you don't care because it's Elvis. Well, the hologram show is called Elvis Evolution, so you can look that up if you're interested. That guy's name is Richard Dawson, the original. Uh.
and he would just make out with them. Every- Hello, uh, where are you from, uh, Sandra? Oh, I'm from Pittsburgh. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Let's go to the next. I wonder which Elvis they make him look like. Probably young. Oh, yeah. Got to do young. You don't yeah, get to yeah. pick your Elvis and it be <laughs> unhealthy Elvis. He died at 42. No, well, I mean, still young. Yeah. Still young. young and right. hot Elvis. So I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. 15-year-old Brody Hicks in Ohio loves bicycles. He loves to ride his bike. And he was like, man, there's a lot of kids that don't have bicycles. So he started going to the local dump and getting old bikes. And he'd get them and he'd be like, man, I can fix this up. So he'd refurbish them. And Say it again. Uh, yeah, that's a good, a good term. Refur- refurbing old bicycles to donate to kids in need. So Does he would say that. Just say that. <laughs> what does it say? Refurbing. Refurbing. Maybe. Is it refurbing? Uh, are you talking about a Furby? Uh, isn't that what the word is? What does the word say exactly? R-E-F-U-R-B-I-S-H-I-N-G. Refurbying. Say it again. Refurbishing. 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 Everybody, just hold. All right. You can do this. You got it, buddy. Patience. Refurbishing. 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 Refur. Refurbishing. Refurbishing. Refur. Be refurbish, refer refurbishing. So, oh, so what do you think the word is though? If well, you weren't thought, reading it, I thought it was refurby because I've heard of Furbies before. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so this is telling me something good and so this is the greatest bit ever. So what am I? Where am I at? So you are you trying to, to say going? that word. Say it again. Refurb, refurbish, refurbishing. Boom, refurbish. got it. Yeah. Re- refurbishing. Oh, so it's not refurbing. No, where did you forget the ishing in there? <laughs> I, I, mean, I just saw refur, and I think I, I've Furby. heard of Furbies. Yeah. So I, thought I appreciate your vulnerability and continuing to do that, even though we're all getting a good laugh. Yeah, I got awkward. No, man, that's funny. But, so you guys have lost the whole point of the story. No, no, no. no. You said refurbying, and we just knew we had to stop it because the listener would be like, why didn't they stop him from saying refurbishing when it's... Go ahead. But now yeah, he's yeah. a 15-year-old. So he's a sophomore in high school, and he was like, man, I'm going to try to do, you know, 50 bikes by the end of the school year. Well, he was featured on the local news, so people are like, hey, man, here, you don't even have to go to the dump. Here's a part. Here's the money. No refurbing for you, kid. <laughs> here's old bikes, and they started giving him supplies, so he's already done 72 bicycles. Wow. And he's hoping that maybe he'll get more sponsorship, more people will see him. And more his- sponsor what? More sponsorship. Sponsorship. I heard what he said. You got to beep that because I think he's changed the P. Oh, no. No, no, no. I heard it. You're mixing letters up. No, no. no. Really? And his. Scooby, you heard. He didn't mean to, but he did say responsor. I heard it. Jolted me in another headphone. (laughs) Yes. So just put a little bleep over that. We want to delay here. Go ahead. (laughs) I want to check that out. I don't think I said it, but his charity is called Upcycle Cycles. So there you go. That's pretty cool. 15 years old. This is what we should do. Because this has been an excellent story, but we this kid lost all the shine on this. Lunchbox, I want you to do the story again tomorrow, but we're going to do it without messing up. Ooh. So you okay. can practice all like day. Like it's a whole new one. Okay. I thought you were going to tell me I had to track this kid down. I was like, hey. <laughs> we would not have you track the kid down. I was down. like, that's a little weird. Yeah. Um, I'll have him do it Monday. Okay. So Monday you'll do the story again, but we'll put, we'll put the appropriate shine on him. We'll give him his, his accurate flowers. Okay. Because this thing was just a mess. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to... It's fine, though. It was a mess, okay? Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so um, that's what it's all about.
That was Tell Me Something Good. Coming up in just a little bit, Nate Smith will be in studio, full band. It's going to be super cool. But now let's go over to Amy and get in The Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. If you ever get cold, just go stand in the corner. Okay, why? It's normally 90 degrees. (laughs) Funny. (laughs) That was The Morning Corny. Yeah, I get it. Uh, today's the 12th, I think, right? So here's the deal. Do you still say Happy New Year to people? Ooh. I do. I, I, I love it. There's no clear rule. I guess I did send an email earlier and started off with Happy New Year. And when do you stop? February 1st? Tell me. I don't know. <laughs> so Lunchbox went on the street, right? Yeah, I went out to ask people because everybody has a different rule. Like, you can't say it on this day. You don't say it on this day. So I'm like, what do people really think when you say Happy New Year? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. But now my, my question is, how long is it okay to say Happy New Year? I mean, I feel like after day three, it's totally. Like, this is the last day. You can't say it no more. That's it? That's it. What if I haven't seen you, though, and, like, it's the 15th? No, we're not happy doing it. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You come here, come here. Whoa, whoa. Hold on, wait. I need to get my customer. Don't you come over here and get my customer. After the third. Done. What are you buying? I was buying some raspberries, some blackberries, a oh. uh, gallon of milk. Yeah. And right. what's crazy is the raspberries, I bought them. Next morning I woke up, mold on them. I know. They work like that. One day? Yeah. One day. I That's took them a, back. I just You took them back? Them. Oh, yeah. I took them back. Got my money. Got an exchange. Is that normal? Yeah, you can just do that. I never. I don't know if you can or not. I don't know if you're lying. <laughs> I've never taken them back, but I guess you could. Okay. There you go. How long can you say Happy New Year? As long as you want all the way to the end of January. Oh, into January, no, you say. So if it's today. February, no Happy New Year. No, it's Valentine's Day. Okay. But all of January, I can say Happy New Year. Yeah. But you, the third is done. Third? She third. said third. You said all the January. That's why you my customer and not hers. Okay. I don't want to start a fight. I just was asking. Are you about to start me? I know. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I don't want to start a fight. I don't want that. I just want to say Happy New Year. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. I, I kind of feel like you can't till the end of January. Yeah, that's yeah. good. You know, it's not even 10% of the year over with yet. You probably kill it at February 1st. But it's true, though. If you haven't seen someone in a while, you can say it. You can say, or it's good to see you again. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, <laughs> I really acknowledge the year. Right, here's one more clip. How long is it appropriate to say Happy New Year? As long as you want to. Uh, I would say it the whole January, especially if you haven't seen the person. Okay, so after January, though, like, what if I see you in March for the first time? Can I, do I say Happy New Year? I would feel accepted. Okay. <laughs> Wait, when, do you, when is your cutoff? When, like, when are you going to stop? January. Something? After January. Okay. All right. <laughs> yep. All right. You good, baby. Good. Happy New Year. Same to you, baby. Have a great one. <laughs> Till the end of January, then no more Happy New Year, then I won't stop saying it. But she would accept it. Is he buying something else again? Yeah. Scratch off. <laughs> Got it. Oh. <laughs> On the Bobby Bones Show now. Nate Smith. You know, last, like, December 12th or something, I don't know, Nate and I kind of went on a date. A date? Yeah, right. double yeah. date. I mean, a I double date? Was, I didn't know it was that. Uh, yeah, yeah. What was it? We went to Brett Eldridge's <laughs> Christmas show. You That's a like- date. That's a date. Well, and we didn't even know each other was going to be there. We just sat beside each other. We did. We did. Like right next to each other. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. We were right there. We were both in Brett's section. We were back there. I was back with Brett before he went on. He goes, hey, Nate's going to be out there sitting by you. You guys are still cool, right? I was like, yeah. I was like, who's not cool with Nate? And so then it was me, my wife, and Nate, and Nate's girlfriend. Yep. 
Yep. And she's been on the red carpet, so I can mention her. Yeah, you can. How's that as going? As you want. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. She puts up with me. But yeah, she was awesome. It's so awesome. I sat beside her. I sat beside her. Yes. Well, she was like, do you want to switch so you can sit by Bobby? I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, we're good. (laughs) Yeah, we're, we're, we're. Like, hey, bud. Like, it's like, I didn't want to, like, bother you. I was just like, hey, man. How's, how's everything going musically? I I was reading stuff about you. Like, you're going out. Do you feel any pressure in selling your own tickets? Yeah, it's a, it's a scary, it's kind of a scary thing. Like, what if it doesn't work? You know, that kind of thing. But people have been buying tickets, so I'm just like, thank God. Are you super anxious? Because I am. If If it's ticket sale day. I need to know every 10 minutes, every hour. Oh, I was texting everybody. Yeah. I was really nervous. Did you feel, was this the first time that you put on like a whole, because your whole tour is like January to to May, right? Like all the way through, you had a bunch of shows. There's a bunch of shows. I think there's like 20 something dates. Did Um, you go through and be like, okay, which shows have done the best, which have done the worst? How do I get to those places to sell them? Because it's just a numbers game. It doesn't matter how many shows you put up. You're going to have a couple that don't sell as well as others. But then there was like cities I was surprised, like New York City sold out like the first day. Really? And uh, Denver we added to a bigger a bigger room because those ones. That's like, awesome! Oh, my gosh. like yeah. thank God, you know. Yeah, congratulations, man. I was pretty excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that's super that cool. Happen. So a lot of them sold out, and I was just like, I'm like, it's magic. Thank you. Do you feel like you're in a good place, like emotionally, mentally? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been so much to like adjust with this this thing and stuff. But how are you doing with remembering people that you're supposed to remember, or at least they think you're supposed to remember them? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, you I'm doing good. pretty good. I'm pretty good with names. Pretty good with faces. There's an occasional time where someone will know me and I don't, and I just kind of have to play it off. And you never like a liar. And you but. never ever say nice to meet you. Those days are over. Good for to you. see you again. Just not even again, because then they'll know you're lying. Good to see you. It's just good to see you. Don't <laughs> say Those again. You're at the point now good where to, good seeing you. Yep. Unless someone you. says they've never met you before, you should never say nice to meet you the rest of your life. Ever. You just say, hey, it's great to see you. Unless it's already been stated they haven't met you, then it's great to meet you. Because you'll That's be, wisdom right there. You'll, oh yeah. Okay, Bones. But what if they say like we've never like we've we've He's, never met? No, I didn't say you. Again. Good to see that. you. Can mean anything. Good to right. see you. Covers like you. Okay. I never so met. General. I never met a sound guy in a Rolling Stone shirt. What's, What's your name? What's your name? Marcelo. Marcelo. Good to see you, buddy. What see, if how, he's like, how, how weird what, that feel? Didn't feel weird like, at all. Weird, Dude, I, I met you last time I was in here. Yeah, I don't know. I just used that as an example. Yeah. So that's over. No more. Me and you right here. No more. Nice to meet you. Unless they say it first. Okay. It's only good to see you. I've had to put the, it, I'm disciplined on good to see you because I feel so stupid. I'm like, oh, great to meet you. No, we met three months. Oh, I'm such an idiot. Well, it's not normal to meet that many people like you know, and try to remember all those people. That's a very, you know. Yeah. So your brain's like, what? But now we're there, right? We're there. Only, not good again. Good to see you. Good to see you. Not again. <laughs> no I've again. done it wrong so many times. Hey, good to see you again. Wait, when was the first time? Oh, you just look like my cousin Rob. Then you got to do that whole crap. Yeah. Uh, you look good, man. You look good. Th- except your hand. What's happening with your hand? You know, it's, it's, this is just a cry for help, Bobby. You, your arm and your hand is wrapped. It, it's wrapped. Pretty. Uh, I had surgery. So I had carpal tunnel surgery on my wrist, on my elbow, and then they had to take the nerve. This is kind of gr- Wait, gruesome. all from carpal tunnel? Yeah. So my ulnar nerve that runs down here, they had to move it over because um, it was easily movable kind of and... This is gross stuff. No, it's not gross at all, actually. So wait, you had carpal tunnel so bad. Yeah. I was like not being able to play guitar very good and I wasn't able to push down on the frets and stuff like that. So I was like, let's, let's knock this out. Um, let's do some music here. Yeah. A couple things I want to do before we get rocking here musically with Nate, because he's in here. Introduce your guys, Nate. This right here is my buddy, Jess. He's like, good to see you. What's your name? (laughs) Good to see see you, Jess. (laughs) Jess. And who's this? This is Maddie Poole. Maddie Poole. Maddie Poole C. Maddie Poole C. What? <laughs> Wait, what? That I don't, I don't know about that. Um, so let me say this. <laughs> <That's> so weird. <laughs> Let's play a clip of Whiskey on You. First of all, this is the number one thing. And this is current single that's killing it right now. Here's World on Fire. You set my world on fire. 
So, I didn't talk to you about what you were going to play, but you're wearing a Nirvana shirt. Yeah. I recently did a show on Access TV where they were like, pick your five most instrumental albums of all time. And one of mine was uh, Nirvana Unplugged in New York because they did. Yes. They did, it was acoustic. They did David Bowie yes. stuff. They did Meat Puppets. But you, are you a big Nirvana fan? Massive. Massive. I actually would have loved to have done like an Unplugged situation for my music in that same studio, but they tore it down mm. in New York. Uh, which is really sad. But yeah, I'm a huge, huge fan. I see heart-shaped box here. Yeah. Is that the Nirvana version you're playing? We're, I mean, kind, yeah, I mean, kind of that structure, but I, I ended It's up, not the same song. You changed it. It's the same song. No. It's the same song. Oh, it is the same song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was asking if it was the same song or if you just wrote another song called Heart-Shaped Box. We we actually did record it, so it will be coming out. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah, right? Do you want to do that one first or second? Yeah, we can do that first. Cool. I didn't know that's what he was going to do. I'm a massive sure. Nirvana fan. And then when I saw the shirt and heart-shaped box, I thought this will be cool. All right, so Nate Smith is here. Let me say this. Let me do a little promo for you okay. while you guys are getting ready. Going out on his own World on Fire tour. It's 21 shows. It's already started uh, all the way through May. You guys go to natesmithofficial.com. Nate Smith Official. I'll never tell him to his face, but I love this dude. He's so talented. Um, I won't, I'm not going to tell you that to your face. I'm just saying that to them. Uh, and here he is doing heart-shaped box. Here is Nate Smith. That was awesome, dude. Wow. Come on. Wow. wow. That was good two levels. Like, it was just good. Your performance is really good, but I'm such a Nirvana nerd. Like, that was such a great version of that song that was obviously derivative, but not, like, corny derivative. Oh, man. So, that was awesome. Great Thank job, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, Nate Smith is here. We're going to come back in a second and talk more with Nate. I really want to get into UFOs. Yeah. Yeah, like, just, just a little talk. They get so annoyed when I bring it up. Oh, oh boy. What? No, I mean, here we go. No, like man. Here we go. Dude, all day. All day. We're going to do three no, hours. To see, that's what I was worried about all day. What? No. <laughs> Nate Smith is here. Bob Lazar. You, you guys go Let's and go. go go to his show. He's such a great singer. NateSmithOfficial.com. The tour's running all the way till the end of May. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Nate Smith. Nate Smith's been killing it. Check out his show. Go uh, to natesmithofficial.com if he's going on tour doing his own show. I hope you go and buy tickets. Uh, this song, Whiskey on You, is gigantic for him. World on fire. The you set my world on fire. So, are, are you a conspiracy? I'm not a conspiracy theorist. There are just certain conspiracy type things that I understand. I don't know enough about to go. Nope, not true. Totally, totally. Yeah, I I, I love UFOs, Bigfoot, uh, all that kind of stuff. But like Bigfoot, like that's not real. I mean, I don't okay. know. I don't know. Maybe I mean, that, that one's not real. How is that one not real? Well, Out because, of all of them. yeah. <laughs> Because that's just we have we can see everything on Earth. Can we? Okay. Yeah, like All it's right. a big, huh. a big, huge, hairy human. Okay, <laughs> Bigfoot not gonna get me in that one. However, like, <laughs> where do you think? What What is your theory on UFOs? Is it? Will it? Um, where do they come from? I think the whole thing with conspiracies, I'm, I'm more fascinated with the potential that it could be real. Mm-hmm. Than, but inside, I kind of know it's probably not. You know, with, but, but with UFOs. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. I just like I. You see stuff like, like Bob Lazar. Like, oh yeah, watch all the Bob Lazar stuff. Amazing, yes. right? Like, and he he's from like these old school. He's like seventies, eighties. Mm. Yeah, he was like break, uh, telling us stuff, and people say he's crazy. He well he so he basically got hired. He said by uh and go to, to go to Area Fifty One and work on um these like crafts and stuff that had technology that we don't have, like anti gravity stuff. And I don't know. I mean, he seems like he's being honest but i mean that's a lot you know that's a lot to take in <laughs> bob lazar is pretty awesome and not only that i believe that and i've made this analogy before with technology how would you explain to one of the pilgrims a playstation 5 you wouldn't you couldn't <laughs> they would not understand it they would say I, there's no it's wait, magic wait there's a first of all they'd be like a tv or they'd be like a plug-in yeah, that's, it's yeah, so many lot, levels too, too much right and in the same way there's technology what makes us think that we could see everything even around us? We can't see rays. We can't see lasers. We can't. Animals can see certain things we can't, and colors because yeah. they have cones in their eyes or things in their ears. Energy, we yes. can't see it. So here's the thing: they're coming from the ocean. This is all fact, by the way. <laughs> oh, the ocean. Yeah, they're not coming from space, and they're probably us in the future. I think that's probably coming more back to make sure we're not yeah. going to nuke ourselves because they know how stupid we are with nuclear weapons. And how about like ancient Samaria talks like you can see the, on yes. the hieroglyphs and it shows that like people visited and stuff. It's like, that's really weird, right? It, tell me about the pyramids, how those suckers get built in those exact places that big. Aliens for sure. Yes. Yeah. Huh. That's all. Hey, <laughs> just something to chew on. No, no, I get it. Hey, Nate and Bobby's alien minute. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll get on TikTok. 
and I'll, that I'll, I'll it, don't and don't get me started about simulation. That no, oh, I this can't, is a good I one. I can't talk about simulation. That'll freak me out. Why I, you think you're in one too? I don't. But it, the fact that it could be, it kind of messes with your reality oh a little bit. You know, it's so weird. It's but so here, creepy. Here's the deal, Nate. Nate, listen. Are you glitching? Oh, he's glitching. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's mean. That's mean. There was no glitch. That's mean. There was no glitch. Yeah. So, yeah. We will. We There's will, things to talk about. I will watch TikToks on simulation or our mutual friend, Brett, will come over to the house. We will do two hours I'm just traveling. talking about simulation. Well, so right. did uh, Nate did upgrade a package? Like, is music doing well going on tour? Oh, right, well, right, part right. of it, it may not be a package. I was at my, let me tell you this. I, I was at my therapist. And my therapist, I talk about how. Country artist. I, yes. <laughs> yeah. It does kind of feel like that. It really does. You come from a small town like Paradise. Yeah. Right. You know me before. This is ridiculous. Absolutely. I should not even be here. This Amen. Is, wow. wow. Honestly, wow. dude, this is nuts. I agree. Not you. No. Okay, All wait, of this. So your therapist. Oh, I looked at my therapist and he was like, hey, <laughs> he was like, what is your view of yourself? And I said, well, I don't have a middle ground. I either in my life feel like I am the sun in a heliocentric world universe where everything re revolves around me, uh, that it's a simulation that I've paid for. The sun, the S-U-N. You said this in therapy? Yes. Damn. I said, or this is, I can't tell if any of you guys are real or not, right? So, or if it's a simulation that I pay for, or that I'm just organic matter and we don't mean anything. We, we literally can mean nothing. We're just fractured. We're just dust. And the world's been around so long. We're not going to change anything with our lives. Nothing's going to, we're just pff, done out. And I said, I, I rotate between those two places having absolutely no meaning at all. Wow. And well, this whole thing revolves around me anyway. And there's nowhere in the middle. And he's like, well, we have a problem there. I was like, yeah. yeah we sure <laughs> he's did. like, this yeah, going to yeah. be a long he's one. He's like, we got to find somewhere <laughs> to put you. And I was like, what no. will center? What will center that? It's like, it's like, I don't know. Like, what the good things in the world? You know, I can't love. get inside oh. of you to fi to feel, hear your thoughts, your brain. I don't know if you're actually real. I'm real. Or if you're just. <laughs> oh my god! You don't know if I'm real. You literally don't. You can't get inside of me yeah, until I'm I thinking. Can't. Well, then what are you? Exactly. Wait, wait, okay. no. You're the Thank alien. You. You're the alien. Thank you. Nate thought he was on your side at the beginning of this, and now he's like. We've taken a weird turn. No, doing? we haven't. Weird. This is what I do. You see, Nate? This and, is what we do. Don't even with. get me started on trees. I'm sweating over here. Like, yeah. Trees. Trees. What about trees? You've never you know, shared trees? You've never told us about trees. Trees, you, trees grow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have leaves. They, they live. Yeah. They, yeah. they age. They We're probably they cutting them down, and they're like feeling pain. We have no idea. Oh, I believe that. That's a horrible That I believe. Thought. That they're, they're communicating with different types of, what? just because they don't make noise doesn't mean they don't communicate. No, right. plant, uh, no, no, no. Remember, we had a story about plants screaming, which you couldn't hear it. But they really, they were able to record it a teeny tiny yeah. bit and it was like, yeah. Yeah. No. Like fish, fish don't scream. They, you, you tell me that doesn't hurt? Hook when in the mouth? plants says, are deprived of water, they may emit a scream that is too high frequency for humans yeah. to hear and it's them screaming they need water. See? So all I'm saying is we don't know anything. We That's don't. all I'm saying. We know nothing except Nate Smith's here and he's got good music for us. Is this even real? Hey, we know that. I don't know. Do we? Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do we? I don't know if I'm. Oh, exactly. I wonder, like, so if, say, this is a simulation, like, what really caused But Nate's, a simulation could uh, be anything. That's just the word we well, use. Well, I'm just for picturing it. him asleep somewhere with the tubes all up in him, and oh I'm wondering. My God. It doesn't have to be that. <laughs> I know. Do you believe in heaven? That's part of the problem here. <laughs> yes. Okay, so if that's the bigger thing, we're just in these little body beings until we do, until we go okay. to forever. No, no, so I we're just I in a simulation on Earth until I guess you go I to just, heaven. See simulation as being hooked up somewhere, just probably because Matrix of that um, that uh, Black Mirror episode or that also that movie. The, Why you keep pointing at Matrix? Because I feel like you're going to know. You're the trying names to talk me out of the simulation. <laughs> they hire you guys to do that. Yeah, yeah I know. No, I was just thinking like Nate's arm. Is it really? <laughs> was it really carpal tunnel or? 
Should I take the bandages off? No. <laughs> you no. guys want okay, a little no, peeky no, boo no, no. here? Look, we're done. <laughs> a little peeky boo. Nate Smith, uh, go. He'll he'll do a whole talk before a show on this. Uh, NateSmithOfficial.com. He does a TED Talk on simulation, so you guys be sure to go. Um, Nate, what are you going to play for us here? I'm going to do Chasing Cars. We released that. Um, Snow Patrol? Snow Patrol. Nice. Wow. We've been playing that one on the, on the road, too. It's funny, because I've never like been this big cover guy, but these last two songs, I mean, like I have to do Nirvana song. I love Kurt so much. And Chasing Cars has been like one of my favorite love songs forever, because it's so simple, mm-hmm. and it just it just feels epic. It is, a, it is a very lovely song, for sure. All right, here he is. Nate Smith, Mr. UFO Crazy Guy. Here he is. All right, Bobby. <laughs> is Bullshit. he real? Is he not? Who knows? I don't know. Is this song real? I can't prove it. <laughs> Awesome, dude. So good. Wow. Nate Smith. That was live. Wow, he's doing that right there. He didn't even fake that. That was, a, that was just him singing. I think people are like, was it real? People are like, was that a recording studio? That was as real as it gets, man. As real as aliens. That's why you asked me. You know what I mean? I'm going to text you at like 1130 at night and be like, I can't sleep now. Thank you so much. Well, I will not be awake because I go to bed early. That's right. But I do have on Do Not Disturb. Okay. But I have that on for you all the time. All every hour, so it doesn't come through at all when you text until that's I go so back. Cool. Yeah, no, that's how it is. Well, good to see you, buddy. There good he is, everybody. Too. Nate Smith, thank you very much. Thank you guys so much. Right. Hope everybody's good. Call us if you'd like. We'd love to talk to you. Questions or comments? 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number, 877-77-BOBBY. Bobby's Big Stories. Let's do some news. Roderick Jackson in Texas filed two handwritten complaints in the U.S. Attorney's Office. This happened in Fayetteville, Arkansas. The complaints do not go into detail about why he's suing Walmart, but he wrote there was an incident that happened, and what he wants is $100 bucks or unlimited free lifetime shopping. <laughs> Bro, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. He's not asking for too much, you know. If you just have Walmart as like your pantry, but you've already paid for everything. (laughs) Right. They have everything. You just walk in and That would be awesome. A spokesperson for the company said Thursday, it does not tolerate discrimination of any kind. It says, so the handwritten thing though gets me. He hand wrote his complaint. Mm -hmm. Old school. Yeah. (laughs) It makes me think that it's not as serious as maybe he thinks it is because if it were something really serious you'd probably get you just go to your computer or go to a, a computer somewhere and print it out or get a lawyer who you don't have to pay who's like I'll take the case I'll just take a little more money mm. Mm-hmm. Some people are really simple, though. You know, like my no, uncle. But simple is not going to actually what look good in court. What if it's a suggestion box? It's not, Amy. Ooh. It's not a suggestion box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said there's false pretense of shoplifting and a violation of his civil rights occurred. So he writes the note. Walmart says they do not tolerate discrimination of any kind. They are looking at the complaint. Um, I would just advise him not to write it, handwrite it. Because it looks like it doesn't matter what you handwrite. It looks like a serial killer if you're a dude for the most part. We do not have good handwriting. Every once in a while, you get a dude that's got great handwriting, and you're like, whoa, who raised you? <laughs> yeah. But mostly, not that good. And also, why do we learn cursive? Well, because Stupidest it's, thing I ever did. No, it's a faster way and a prettier yeah, way how, to write. How often are you writing? Well, we were writing Exactly. It. Back in the day. Exactly. I don't need no cursive. But they still, still teach, teach yeah. yeah, they still teach kids cursive? Uh, yeah, they still teach cursive. Uh, yeah. But they don't teach typing, which is crazy. Like, that's all we do. Right. Well, that's why. <laughs> they also don't teach walking. You know why? Because we're already walking everywhere. Oh, right. Good oh. point. Good point. Well, mm, my kids are like, A. Yeah, me too. B. See, and not, I'm not like, only what? Kids. Look over to your... I'm your a pecker. Left. I know. No, no, I can do it. He's a the biggest pecker in the room. <laughs> but I, I, I can peck with four. Two pointers and, a, and two thumbs. Okay. Wow. He's got a four-pronged pecker. Yep. <laughs> 
know what I mean? <laughs> All right, moving on. An Air Canada passenger opens the aircraft door, falls onto the tarmac. Oh, falls. <laughs> An Air Canada flight from Toronto was delayed for almost six hours after a passenger aboard opened a cabin door and fell to the tarmac while the airplane was at the gate. Oh. That's a pretty far fall. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Authorities said in a release they responded to the call for a guy who had opened an aircraft door, fallen onto the tarmac. Uh, about 9 p.m., he had minor injuries taken to the hospital. The guy was in a state of crisis when the incident occurred. Because Canadians are so nice. I wonder if state of crisis means drunk. <laughs> or mental. They're just kind. Breakdown. Anytime yeah. I've been to Canada for work, it, I think, well, this person's about to rob me. And they're like, no, I can help you get to this place. They're so nice there. But in a state of crisis, I wonder if that means what we'd say in America, drunk. It doesn't say that. I'm just guessing. The airline told the media that the passenger had boarded the flight normally, but instead of going to the seat, he went to the opposite side of the aircraft and opened a cabin door. Huh. Weird. Oh. That's from USA Today. I was on a flight yesterday coming back from Vegas. I went over for like three days for this convention called CES, and it's basically a lot of new technology. So I went to speak at it a, a couple of times. And there was a little incident in our, on our plane. We were getting off. Come on. I know, and I was hoping it would kind of fester into something bigger and better. Yeah, Did you have you're your getting phone? off. You're already there. Yeah. I had, I had the, well, but yes, because I, we were already landed. I had my phone in my hand. Yeah. And I was ready. One more move, I was ready to hit record. <laughs> so what was happening? This guy who wasn't drunk, he was. In a state of crisis? I guess. <laughs> he was like getting his bag above this lady. And she was, she said something like, hey, uh, we want, watch out, don't drop that on her head. And he goes, you think I'm going to drop this on your head? And she goes, well, why are you getting irritated at me? I just said the bat. And then they started going back and forth and I grabbed my phone like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. And then one of the flight attendants, one of the Southwest flight attendants who was cool and calm, grabbed the dude by the shoulders and said, hey, let's go. And off he went. It was oh. awesome. They took him off the plane just for saying, you think I'm going to drop this on well, your head? They started the fighting plane. and he was already getting his bag and uh. going off and she was, I felt like she had a long day. She wasn't dealing with that crap. And so she got him and said, let's go. Yeah, I mean, because then there's probably paperwork. She has to deal with it. Right. It's like, you should get off the plane. One time there was a guy unloading uh, his stuff and he saw my daughter needed help. And my daughter was like, no, no, I got it. And he he was like, no, no, I'll get it. And he gets it down and like rams her in the face with the wheel of her luggage <laughs> and hit her in the eye. And then he never, it was so bizarre. Like, it, Did was, he say Sorry, I think in the in the moment, but he I didn't mean to do that. Obviously, right, right, he didn't mean right. to, but he was a little aggressive in that. Like she wanted, to, she was like, "I got it, I got it." So there was the confusion and him deciding to go ahead and do it. She mm -hmm. was in the position to do it, and he brought it down and hit her in the face. And then, like, what Mama Bear do? I just was. I. I mean, I had grace and like it was an accident for the well, situation. Right, then, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to defend I, my daughter. I yeah. felt bad for her. But if he was trying to do something nice and it was just confusion, I know, I know. I just thought at the, you know, when we exited, he'd probably be waiting to be like, "Hey, are you sure she's good?" A criminal complaint filed in a federal court. This is the next story from Click Orlando. A man on a flight from Louisville to Orlando was arrested on Tuesday after agents say he grabbed flight attendants and asked if they wanted to join the Mile High Club. No oh boy, mm -hmm. can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Mile High Club means you do it up in the bathroom. Is that a real thing? Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. But on a but on a public airline, is it? I mean, I know. Come that. on. Yes, because I've heard stories of, and I've even seen uh, TikToks of people that aren't doing it who notice somebody going to the bathroom and them not coming out and then somebody else going oh. into the bathroom. Oh, that's cool. But like, do they think about the public bathrooms in there and how, I mean, I, I can yes, barely but I don't. I there. think they think of other things. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, When you weigh them that. on the scale, the, the heavier side is the side of let's do it in the bathroom. Mm. Correct. Yeah. No, not for me. Uh, the complaint said that he asked the lead flight attendant if she wanted to join the Mile High Club. <laughs> he then grabbed a second female flight attendant 
pulled her into the seat and said, you want to join the Mile High Club? Oh. Was this guy experiencing a crisis or whatever? Oh, yes. boy. Yeah, for sure. A crisis. Jeez. When the plane landed, Orlando police officer spoke to him who admitted to his actions. Nobody beat him up. I would think any dude, if you were to see this and him grabbing these flight attendants, it'd have been over. A couple elbows and a couple punches and you tape him in the seat. And <laughs> Maybe he just did it quietly. Yeah, I was going to say, he may have been pretty smooth about it. That, that's not a... I don't know about smooth. Well, not smooth. Discreet, but maybe. That's what I meant. That's the word. Uh, he's facing federal charges of interfering with the performance of duties of a flight crew member. That's from Click Orlando. Do you see the guy that jumped the judge's table? You know, we talked about him. Yeah. He just leaped over it. He, had, he went back the next day, and he had a mouth guard on. And he had four, chains. Yeah, and the, ju- the judge said, I'll see him again. Same judge. And then he got like four years and for the original. And the same sentence she was going to give him before, but now he's got to go and... Maybe he's gone now, but face the charges now for what he did in the courtroom. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. What a dummy. I know. But, dude, that jump was crazy. He launched <laughs> over it. That was a crazy. A family of a 23-year-old Oregon man are told, well, uh, he died in an overdose, and he was cremated, and his ashes are stored in an urn, except they found out he was alive three months later. Who, who? Yeah, this what? is America. So this is he- crazy. Tyler Chase was declared dead of a drug overdose in October, and they tell him, he died. He's been cremated. But they found him three months later in a recovery center after he was homeless and struggling with drug use. A mistake was made, they said. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Uh, and there was some confusion on who was who. It turns out he was alive and well. And they reached out and the medical office said it was a mistake. And they're promising a policy change. Oh. Yeah, the policy had just, I don't know, saying what you feel without looking for... <laughs> Actual proof. Well, yeah, what yeah. had happened is that's from he, KPTV. He was in a recovery center, and one of the someone else in there had stolen his wallet, and they died. And they died. Yeah. And so they they had the wallet on him, had his ID but the and everything. Didn't so much look like that. I know he had his wallet, but it did. Yeah, you have to check the face. I mean, you they, triple check. But they everything. didn't even check. Uh, I would think, okay, you have the ID, but you would still check fingerprints because the parents yeah. weren't in contact with him, mm-hmm. and so they cremated him because they had his wallet. Thought it was him. They found, reached out to them, said, "Hey, your son died. We cremated him," and then his benefits got cut off. He like couldn't pay for the rehab place, and he's like, "Wait a minute, what? I'm dead." And then he starts thinking he is dead. <laughs> so, question: what? If you've never been arrested, or I guess adopted children because I had to get my fingerprints like every year for five years to get my kids but do you, are your fingerprints anywhere? I'm sure. I think I did it in kindergarten. Yeah like even when you're born. Oh, oh yeah. when you're born. Okay. But I don't well, know. I know they do your like a cute little picture of your feet but. Yeah. Lunchbox has been to, pri- not to jail not to prison so they probably got his. But I think you do your fingerprint when you get your driver's license right? Maybe. Oh, I don't okay. I, I don't, don't remember. remember. I don't remember That's that. That's why I'm asking. We're watching the show now called The Outsider. Fingerprints. Uh, Jason Bateman directed it. He's in it. It's a couple years old. Anybody seen it? No. no. I'm like I'm like anything about it. Okay. It's good. Okay. Where do we watch? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> On TV. <laughs> I think Max, like okay. HBO Max. Yeah. It's a couple years old. It's from 2020. We just. It's a Stephen King book, I guess. Ew, that's, is it scary? Well, there's elements to it. There's like a murder in the town. And there's elements to it that might be supernatural. We're like five episodes in. Okay. But Jason Bateman hits home runs. If he's in it. It's almost just going to be good at this point. Uh, a couple more stories. A family cleans up after sixth car in six years runs into their house. Where are they parked? The end of the road? What do you mean parked? No, they the house. They've got to be somewhere like... Sort of. They're obviously in a dangerous So, place. yeah, it's the most recent time on Saturday. A driver smashed into the house and left a gaping hole. Um, she was like, well, this is, sure happened a lot. Yeah, it's, it's kind of on a corner... 
It's time to move. I mean, but, I, still, but still, you shouldn't hit the house. Right, 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 right. But, but I mean, I think they've taken it to the city and they've been like, hey, yes. we need to figure out what is it? Is Should there be a stop sign here? What needs to be done to stop this from happening? And they feel ignored. So that's why they've gone to the news. And the city's like, well, it must be people in crisis. <laughs> States of crisis. <laughs> yes. That's from Nine News. But also, they keep hitting the same part of the house. So it's like I would never want to be sitting in that part of the right. house because right. I'd always feel unsafe, like a car was going to come bashing through. Uh, one final story. An Atlanta restaurant receives threats after putting a 4% health insurance charge on diners' checks after their health insurance premiums rocketed up at the restaurant. So Jen Chan's a family-owned restaurant in southeast Atlanta added a 4% charge to diners' checks. A customer was upset about paying the extra 2 bucks and sent threats to the owners. Which, by the way, if you're upset, I get it. But the threats to the owners, just don't go back. Right. No need to threaten because that will get you in trouble. Quote, I've never seen a family that needs to be beaten up more. Make that health care come in handy, an angry customer wrote. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Come they on. ate food here, dined in, and said nothing while they were here, Sam Hammer said, the lead bartender. It's from the Atlanta News First. What I would recommend if I were this restaurant is I would just charge a little more for the things yeah. and not mention that it's a – because right. you can charge whatever you want for anything. Right. Increase and, the hamburger price or whatever it is just, by yeah. 4%. Well, or or need, smaller percent, yeah, right? Because then sure. it would add up. Or you can do everything by 4%. Mm-hmm. And then you can help them that way. But putting a line that says health insurance for the waiters, <laughs> some people just aren't going to be into that. Yeah. I'm not into that. But you can disguise it in different ways. All right. That's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one like my producer Anna oh my god my friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro hi it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner and of course Gail's sister Elaine Katz having no closure it kills you join us as we try to solve a 35 year old cold case it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A lot of people are asking for an update on Eddie and then he's going to let his kid go to Drake. Started from the bottom, now we're here. I saw I'm decided. online. Lots of talked to me about it. I mean, he really wants to go, man. And uh, J. Cole is playing too. Big fan of J. Cole. You are? No, he is. Oh. And Drake. I mean, I like Drake. Started from the bottom, I don't know, now And who does he want to go with? His friend? Uh, a couple friends. And somebody's parents can be with them? That has not been discussed. I mean, he. I think he's thinking of a drop-off situation. Great. Drop us off, pick us up after how, the how show. How old is he? He's 15. Yeah, exactly. I want you to say that. 15. Yeah. 15. And you let him listen to the music already, right? Yeah, the clean versions. Which they're not going to do. Then send the a show. letter to Drake and say, "Would you mind doing the clean versions for this special night?" Yeah, right. DM or DM uh, tell your oh. son to cover his ears every time. That's that's a good, a good plan. So, what are you waiting for though to make up your mind? <laughs> just thinking, man. You know, sometimes you just you just kind of sit on it, and like Amy kind of waits for a sign. Then it's just told to you, and you know what you know what the answer is. Okay. What right if- now, I have no answer. But you're not even talking to him about it. Like you're like Bobby asked the question. You're like, well, that part hasn't been discussed. You should discuss. Is a parent going to be there? Okay. Let's vote. Yes, he should be able to go. I know him. You know him. You know Drake. No, I don't know Drake that well, but I know your son. Have you been to uh, a show like that? Yes. Okay, what's the environment like? Great. Everybody dancing, having a good time. Really? Is there any odors? You think he's going to get a second hand? Mm-hmm. Also, you think he's never been around weed? No. Oh, my gosh. He's 15, dude. No, where? School? Yes. Yeah. Uh, at school, they're... Okay, guys, come on. He's 15 years old. He's Eddie, not 18. He's Ray, 15. Eddie, Eddie, do they have tennis courts at school? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen tennis courts. I mean, people smoke weed what? behind the building. I mean, he's been around it. <laughs> well, I... Like, what? I don't know. I don't know where I'm you guys went to school. If he, listen, if he's 15, he's been around it. Okay. You I, serious? Yeah. I mean, Eddie, I'll Think about when you were 15. You. I never saw that or well, something. Amy, go ahead. I'll support you in that. I don't think that my kids are around weed, but I know they know what it smells like, and they've encountered it before just in the, you know, being outside, going places that are public. And also, why can't you just have the conversation, hey, people have be smoking weed there? Right. Like, that gives you a reason to talk about it. What if I just say that sometimes there's skunks at those shows? No, he knows. What, you think he doesn't 15. know what like. I think 15's nine. No, man, because we've been in the car, and, like, I smell it, you know? Like, we're, we're like, at a red light, and I'm like, oh, somebody's smoking. And he's always like, oh, there's a skunk outside or something, Dad. <laughs> he's playing you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow, so wow. I can just tell him, like, hey, man, sometimes there's skunks that hang out at those shows. Okay. When is the show? What month? Oof, I think it's like summer. No, I think it's like in three oh, it's weeks. February. Yeah. yeah. Oh, February. We got to get tickets. Man. Well, 
If you don't have tickets yet, do you know anyone that gets tickets? It's February like seventh and eighth, dude. It's coming up in a few weeks. Okay, so I need uh, to make a decision. Yeah, what, why are you asking me for tickets? You didn't even say you could go. Well, I mean, may, maybe if I go, uh, I think you no, should. No, no, I think no. it's fine. I, if I Eddie think wants it's fine if Eddie wants to go too, but he asked to go with other friends. But yeah. if I go, dude, and like, because I, I like that music, and like, I go have a good time. Anybody that says I like that music, not really going to be like everybody else there liking that music. Have a good time, man. Oh yeah, it's a good, it's a good one. What if you went and just weren't anywhere near him? No, for what reason? I mean, I'm going to be at like sight distance. I'm going to be like looking oh at him. What I would think is if you want to go and you want to take him, you two, you go together and it's you two. And have fun. Yep. Or you let him go with his friends and trust him. Okay. It, the other way is sound weird. What, me going and then kind of just watching from Sitting distance? one section over? Yeah, yeah, that's a little awkward. His friends will think it's lame. What? Okay. I think his friends will be like, oh, it's so cool your dad... Sits five sections over and stares. Well, yeah, that part. He just needs to sit with them. Yeah. Well, no, he won't know I'm looking. That's, not, that's the point. He did, uh, I'm just going to lay back, man. Eddie, lay just back. Be normal and, about it. Like when I let my daughter go to Sizzle. You're already old guy at the concert. So you're gonna, <laughs> nah, I'll dress cool. I'll dress cool. Uh, oh, God. One of my adult friends that also has two other kids, she, my friend took three teenagers to SZA and they had a blast but she didn't try to act like she wasn't there she just let them have fun but she tried to enjoy it herself shook them to eat before they went and walked around downtown they went to SZA like it was fun yeah but like, and I think that's great when I go to those shows dude I'm always like I, I'm a hype starter you know like so I feel like You're I'm gonna be like starter? let's go boys let's go get up you know what I mean he's so so old Wait, I'm a hype you, if you guys have been to shows with me. Do I just stand there and be like, oh, this is good? Like you, I've never seen you be a hype starter. Dude, I get up. I've never seen Drake with you before. Okay. Uh, That's true. I've let, never seen Drake. Let us know soon. We'll put the pressure on you to do that because he needs to know soon. Real talk, though. You got hook up? No. For what? A couple tickets, man. Because if I can get two tickets, that's perfect. I can just say, dude, I only have two tickets. Why don't one for you, you buy and me. tickets? Those are expensive. And I think it's a re, it's like a, what do you call it? It's, yeah, they had to cancel yeah, the show. Yeah, they had to cancel the show, night. so it's rescheduled. What does that have to do with anything? Well, that, people already might have tickets, so it might be hard to get. No, people already do oh my have tickets. <laughs> Not might. Hey, I did want to talk about a, uh, an idea here that somebody on the show had. Um, I, I don't think it's a good idea, but I did want to bring it up. Scuba Steve, I think it was Scuba Steve, who wanted, he wanted to do a wheel, and because Eddie thinks he's hotter than The Bachelor. Yeah. And Eddie doesn't go, I'm hot. He just thinks The Bachelor wasn't that good looking. Correct. The new one, which is weird because he is good looking. It's almost like they were trying to hit a deadline and they're like, dude, we can't find one. Just, just pick grab him. somebody at the mall? Pick that guy. What? I don't feel like that's true. I think you just saw weird pictures because he's a good looking dude and he's ripped. Okay. Well, I saw the commercial on TV, so that's what I'm basing it on. Scuba Steve wants us to do the plastic surgery wheel. No. Was this you? Who sent the what, plastic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We get requests all the time from surgeons and generals that want us to do like plastic surgery on us here at the show. <laughs> So I figured, let's just do it. Let's put what we want to change in our body on the wheel, spin it, whoever it lands on, we have to do it. <laughs> like, like, my nose is hella crooked. I broke it when I was a kid playing basketball, and I've been kind of self-conscious about it, and I have a deviated septum, and I'd love to get it fixed. Your nose looks straight. Then no, why don't not. you just do it? I don't, I'm not at you my said you age. want a chest. Yeah, but Eddie's got no, hair no, problems. You had, hold on, hold on. Your you said, chest. what part of your body are you most insecure about? And I said my chest, but I'm not so insecure that I'm going to go have surgery on it. Implants? I'm good. You wouldn't consider that? Even just like temporary implants to try out? How is that I'm going to have surgery for temporary? No. <laughs> and then do you take them out like six months later? Exactly. Yeah, you can that. do that, I'm sure. He has to be put under... I do not want... <laughs> no. The two parts of my body that I am a bit embarrassed about at times is my chest or my calves. And I'm not so embarrassed though that I want to have plastic surgery on it. So I guess I'm not that embarrassed then. Even if it's free. So I would check out of that bit. Scuba said he would want to do it for his nose. Eddie, would you do the bit? For my hair? 
Your hair, your I nose. I don't think you can do something here in America and legit get it done. It's like you well, stop having to wear a hat all the time. It's true. Like, but, hat, like, like a hat in basketball. Like you, you can like take the hat off and relax. And my just, question is, though, could a plastic surgeon do hair? Yes, or do they just do yeah. body? Is it like a special I think it's, I think it's in that category of plastic surgery, of like hair surgery and putting in those implants or whatever they put in your hair. God, this could be fun. Lunchbox? Crooked toes? To Anything's possible, dude. I mean, if you want to fix my... I don't care about my toes, though, but... What about your shoulders? But yeah, fix your shoulders. Oh, my shoulders? gosh, your shoulders. You can't touch yeah. your shoulders. That has nothing... Guys, that is hereditary. We have two people. Ray, you want to be on the wheel of plastic surgery? Yeah, I was thinking about laser hair removal so I don't have any on my chest or my butt. <laughs> See, if that's, that's not plastic surgery, we can we can get you with ideal image. They're awesome. Oh boy. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> We're not Morgan and Amy. I'm good. Thank you, though. I I don't know if mine's plastic surgery. I have like little veins in my legs that you can apparently get taken. Yeah, like, plastic fixed. surgery. Oh yeah. Oh, I might Americans do that. Veins? Yeah. yeah, I would do that. Yeah. See. Cool. Okay, well, Scooby, you can talk to these folks after the show. Okay. And see how realistic it is to pull off that. I don't want to be on it because I, as much as I am, like. Ugh. I don't care that much anymore. <laughs> I'm married. I'm healthy. I'm pretty good. You know. Yeah, but it's about your confidence, man. I don't want to be. I don't want to be down though. I don't have surgery and have to be down anytime. Oh right, right, right. Am I com- recovering? I'm, I'm confident enough. I'm fine. So okay, <laughs> okay. Check with them, Scuba. All right. And if they want, if there's at least four to five people, we can do the bit. Okay. But you also have to get a sponsor. Oh, I could definitely do that. That's the easy part. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys can call us if you want. Eight seven seven. 77 Bobby. That's our phone number. 877 77 B O B B Y. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from New Britain, Connecticut. A woman came out and found out her car had been stolen. She's like, oh no. She's like, man, how am I going to get that car back? I got to call police. Ah, they're not going to come very quick. Uh, 911, what's your emergency? Yeah, my car's been stolen, and there's a child in the backseat. Oh, she went, she elevated it. Yeah, because that'll get a response right away. (laughs) Uh Yeah, that brought a massive police break. And if you really wanted to get ahead of it, you could get a pet, like, and name it child, like a hamster, and always keep in the backseat. And when someone steals your car by accident, be like, my child is in the backseat. That is so smart. So smart. But that's really getting ahead of it, right? Like, that's... (laughs) That's planning for it to get stolen. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why, well, you you, it, why not get a pet? Like, if I just put a, throw a doll back there. I feel like right. That's a doll named child. Alive. Not alive. <laughs> so? Not alive. Uh, yeah, you can't do that because then they really use all their resources. Yeah, and then they found the car, found no kid, and she admitted no kid. Oh. She's like, where's the kid? She just think, stays with it. Do you think partly they were like, okay, we get it. You wanted your car back. Yes. But then they're like, ma'am, you can't do that. They're probably still annoyed, though. Right, yeah. That's, yeah. Like, sure. par- that's like parenting. You got to act like you're mad, even though something's <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. No, don't do that. That's really funny. Right, I when they say that. the F word. Actually creative. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, I don't know that it's that, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think it's the same because they're having to put extra resources out that could be helping other people. Oh, gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. No, yeah. it's terrible. So, all right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Writers, editors, reporters, people that work in the service industry are sharing trends that they think is going to happen in 2024 and 2025, like food trends. Number one is AI phone answering. So you call, you know how sometimes you call a place and they're like, say or push. And you're like, operator. And they're like, three, you want to speak to customer? And you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. But AI phone answering, because employees aren't able to pick up the phone as much. I don't mind pushing the button, but I hate when it has to figure out what I'm saying because I have an accent sometimes. And they're like, we don't speak hillbilly. <laughs> Call back after speech pathology class. Uh, martini machines are becoming more popular. So that means you, you don't have to have the bartender make it. You can just go up to the martini machine and it makes your martini. That's what? legit. 
Yeah, my wife had a martini at her birthday that was a coffee martini. What is it, Amy? What is it? What Espresso martini. Espresso. What is that? It looks wow. disgusting. I don't like coffee, but why well, would you do espresso that tastes bad in a martini that tastes bad? Okay, so every place makes it a little bit different, but yeah, it's a shot of espresso and some vodka and some cream. Um, some people don't like the cream, but listen... I, she had her first one like uh, a couple of months ago when we were in New York and she said it was amazing and that it just felt good sipping on it. So she decided to also get it on her birthday. I've only had one before. It's not really my thing, but I mean, I guess it just depends on your your mood, your vibe, what you're into that day. I just don't like coffee and it was, it was nighttime too. <laughs> I don't like coffee and then alcohol seems like it tastes bad. Yeah, it does. For, yeah. Um, but the, yeah, yeah, I don't even think she finished it though. Cause yeah, I think it would keep you up at night. <laughs> Uh, mocktails, bigger deal because more people are going and not drinking, but also not wanting to announce to the world they're not drinking. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Uh, that's from the San Francisco Eater. Uh, that's it for us. Thank you guys. Hope you have a great weekend. Uh, be sure to check out our sports show called 25 Whistles. Go search for that on the podcast. On the Bobbycast this week, Stephen Curtis Chapman is on. You can search for the Bobbycast. Uh, other than that, be safe. We will see you Monday. And that's all for this week. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, Bobby Bones. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.